Welcome back to Considerations from the Capitol from the Deeper Dive Podcast. My name is Bill Winnell. As always, joined by Father Larry Swink. Good evening, Father. Uh, good evening and happy Feast of St. Mark. Indeed, today is the Feast of St. Mark. And Father's going to reflect on today's first reading. Uh, now, beloved, clothe yourselves with humility in your dealings with one another. For God opposes the proud, but bestows favor on the humble. So humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. Cast all your worries upon him, because he cares for you. Be sober and vigilant. Your opponent, the devil, is prowling around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. Resist him, steadfast in faith, knowing that your brothers and sisters throughout the world undergo the same sufferings. The God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory through Christ Jesus, will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you after you have suffered a little. To him be dominion forever. Amen. I write you this brief, I write you this briefly through through Silvanus, whom I consider a faithful brother, exhorting you and testifying that this is the true grace of God. Remain firm in it. The chosen one at Babylon sends you greeting, as does Mark, my son. Greet one another with a loving kiss. Peace to all of you who are in Christ. Father. Okay. So, folks, I think it's good on, on the Feast of the one of the Apostles to focus a little bit on the, the, on the Apostle himself. And uh, Mark, a little bit about him. Um, he was a disciple of St. Peter, and he was the uh, obviously the author of the second gospel, which has 16 chapters. It's the shortest of all the gospels. But interesting enough, uh, according to biblical scholars, um, that the gospel of Mark is the preaching of St. Peter. So, um, you know, and, and there's a lot of like little facts in the gospel of Mark that point to Peter. And uh, and so according to tradition, uh, well, we know from the Acts of the Apostles specifically, is that he accompanied St. Paul on his mission to Cyprus and later joined Paul and Barnabas in Antioch in Acts chapter 12, 25. Um, and, uh, and then there was a disagreement between Paul and Barnabas. We do not know what Mark did, although it seems that he and St. Paul were later reconciled because Paul calls Mark his collaborator uh, during his imprisonment. But uh, we know that um, uh, after, you know, following both Peter and Paul around, which is, you know, having two great bosses, he later traveled to Alexandria, Egypt, where he served as bishop and sought for martyrdom around years 68 A.D. So he shed his his uh, blood for Christ. Um, and uh, so uh, a couple, one, one thing, too, is, you know, we, we one of the the uh, themes of the Gospel of Mark is the centrality of the cross, that the cross is the central is the central theme of the of that preaching of St. Peter. And uh, and in this first reading, it's he really zeroes in on sort of like spiritual warfare and how humility uh, is really the the tool of defeating the, the devil. Um, and I think, too, from, you know, our own personal experience, we know that uh, one of the ways that we can uh, win or actually the only way we can win uh, in spirit, you know, against the devil is uh, through um humility and uh uh you know he, he says be sober and alert the, the the devil is roaring around looking for someone to devour resist him sound your faith and then in the beginning of that of that reading he says clothe yourselves with humility and i think it's um i think it's all you know great to sort of um 
realize why is humility, why is it such a powerful weapon uh, against uh, the devil? Well, because we think about it, the devil sent through pride and sort of the Satan is like pride incarnate. And, you know, when he fell, you know, we know from tradition, we're not sure what the test was. He in Latin, he said, non servium, I will not serve. And so his whole thing is to get us not to listen to God and to not to listen to the uh, the voice of Christ. And, um, you know, you think about it, you know, someone who's who's full of pride will never admit they're wrong and will most definitely not want to go to confession. So that's one way that the devil can always beat someone through pride or a lack of humility. Um, the other thing, too, is when when you're when you are not humble, you can't be um, taught properly. So you're not going to listen to other people. And I'd say probably you could take it so far as to say is not listening to God and his teachings and how many, so many Christians today sort of change the word of God and change, um, you know, the image of God to their own image and likeness rather than allow God to change them into into being more like Christ. Um and I think, too, there's just a sense of disobedience that comes with pride that can always lead us in the in the, sort of a, a deep hole eventually uh, if we don't if we don't, uh, you know, uh, practice humility. So today on this on this great um, feast of St. Mark, it's good to focus on the power of humility, especially in uh, uh, with spiritual warfare. Uh, one great, uh, uh, you know, sort of on that same notion, a great prayer to pray especially if we're struggling with, with uh, pride, is the litany of humility. And um, it's a great reminder us that, you know, we all sort of struggle, you know, with pride. And But if we if we are humble, we let God do humble us because we're not humble when we humble ourselves, when God humbles us, that God can build us up. That's what we truly are called to be. That, that, so that, that, that I was going to say, that litany, that's, that is not for the faint-hearted. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. And uh, yeah, if, if you all are interested, you know, uh, once again, you can reach out to Bill and Bill can actually post that litany of humility to pray. And uh, uh, just a great thing to put on your artillery belt, especially with spiritual warfare. So God bless you all. Okay.